episode two. So thank you guys for continuing to support the show. And joining me as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Christmas Ellie Chris. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Uh, this one has a lot to live up to because the first one was pretty epic. <laughs> so I'm excited to uh, to get back into this. So who, who's the ones that we have on today? What's, Tonight? what's their... Uh, uh, well, we're going to start yeah. off with a new one, actually. A-Train <laughs> is going to be joining us first. Then yep. uh, Phantom will be joining us, and he will be skydiving this time, he said his promise, nice. with uh, the wind right. and wind tunnel. Uh, and Falcon again. <laughs> and then another first-time caller, Classic Squid, is going to be joining us. Uh, okay. And then we're going to round it off. We did get an email from our uh, patron, Astastic, who could yep. not be with us this week. Yep. Uh, he claims he's been in Disney World sending his photos, but I think he is just very sad over the loss of the New Orleans Saints. Um, I think that's really why he's not coming on the show. But, um, yeah, so we got a good uh, little topic from him. Uh, right. So, you know, real quick, Chris, before we get going again, guys, thank you so much for continuing to support the show. We put the episode out uh, for yeah. the rest of uh, the listener base uh, a few weeks after we recorded the first one. Everybody loved it. So we're going to probably do the same with this. So many of you are probably hearing this weeks after we recorded it. Um, and if you want to be a patron, you can do so. You'll find that in the show notes. And for those tuning in right now, like real time, Thank you guys for uh, yeah. supporting the show. We appreciate it. So, Chris, are we ready? Yep. Let's do this. Let's get some A Train action like my, in here. This is becoming my favorite thing to do. So yep. let's uh, let's get going. All right, so here we go. A Train, giving you a call. A Train, what's up, man? What's going on, fellas? What's going on, man? Wait. So, A Train, where are you from, dude? Uh, Washington. Washington. Like All state right. or DC? State. State. Okay. All right. uh, and how's the weather out there? Um, I live in Eastern Washington, so like close to the mountains like you know more inland so i get lots of snow Ooh, so it's pretty nice cold. nice how many inches you Are got you? right now oh right now we uh, we have like zero but it just melted like just yesterday because we had some rain but uh chris what do you got you got like feet going on over there right aren't you measuring no snow feet? Uh, that massive storm we got is all gone wow we got we got green grass right now but nice i think there's another one coming in this weekend so um but atrian are you like a uh, sports fan out there all the seattle teams or not really. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you excited for this hockey team that you're going to be getting? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see some hockey. I'd, re- I'd much rather see some uh, old Sonics basketball. Oh, <laughs> man. Nice. Old Supersonics, dude. They were, they were like, being a kid growing up, that was like the team. Like, dude. Sean Kemp was like, I, I, I played basketball in high school. I Every year I played, I got the whatever new Sean Kemp's were out that year. Yep, the rain man in the glove, man. Oh my gosh. Wait, wait a minute, Chris. You would you would put the Seattle SuperSonics above the Charlotte Hornets in the early See, '90s? Come on, dude. Like thing, middle man. school. That, yeah. So those Over were the two teams. Yeah, those were the two teams. <laughs> Everybody had the Charlotte Hornets starter pullover jacket. Right, yep. At our high school, <laughs> which you cannot find anymore. Which I totally want to find one. Of them. And if I had you can, a Bronco. They're all faded and just nasty. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, the Sonics were just a classic team. But uh, yeah. yeah. All right, A Train, what you got for us, man? <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about some of our uh, favorite things from like Mandalorian. That first, you know, that oh. whole whole run, full, right. full eight episodes. There were some great, just great Easter eggs in there, man. Well, what were because your thoughts, this is dude? something that we haven't we haven't really dove into this on the on the regular show, Mark. Mm. So nope, this will be interesting. All well, right. A Train, what did you like? What was your favorite parts in the Mandalorian? Um, I think episode eight, the 
where they've got those two speeder bike troopers and they're going back and forth and they're talking. Yeah. Legend. Not only is that banter just ridiculous. And then the more you watch it, the more you'll catch like it's Jason Sudeikis. But it yeah. reminds me, remember like the, I mean, like I'll show you how old I am in a minute. You'd watch like troops like on the internet, mm-hmm. like before YouTube existed and you'd watch like the troops where they'd be like, you know, pretending to be cops and they're stormtroopers and they'd be out, you know, that's what that reminded me of every aspect of it. And I thought it was like the most unique, random, uber nerdy callback to what something would be where you'd just be like, wow, like if you watched like troops ever, you would totally get what's going on. You would right know, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, <coughs> I think I actually saw a video. Someone had created a gif of the child getting punched by Jason Sudeikis and they just let it roll <laughs> for like an hour. So it's an hour long YouTube video of him just getting punched repeatedly in the face <laughs> over and over. <laughs> you know what I'll tell you, man, for me, like one of the, one of the most epic things of that episode specifically was the saber at the end. I mean, that's yeah, something man. from rebels that is just like, Oh man, when I saw that, like come out of the ship, I was like, they are not doing that. Oh my God. This is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was episode seven and eight. I, I mean, I, I kept thinking the five Oh one were, the troopers throughout it wasn't it was actually those last two episodes because you can you could tell clearly that there were just so many more troopers in those episodes so for me that was the takeaway it was like oh my god this is where the 501st this is what they called them uh to be a part of it was just awesome to see those guys like i, I just couldn't imagine getting that phone call or, or getting that you know post on our forums like hey lucasfilm needs some extras to come in you guys want to be like a part of star wars uh yeah is that something that they that you noticed or was that just for like wherever they were filming, they used that chapter of the 501st? I, I think they used that chapter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I was going to say, because they, 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 they would have wanted to keep that under wraps, I'm sure as much as possible. So they, that's yeah, true. And that's actually, that's true. Yeah, just kind of put the call. And I actually, I saw there's a guy, um, he makes some of the um, helmets in that, uh, that some people order like the death trooper helmets and stuff from. He zoomed in on four, the four or five death troopers you see, I think behind uh, Moff Gideon and they're like little emblems here on the side of the helmets are different. So the guy just pointed out like, whoop, you know, the, clearly that's the 501st guys. Like they didn't, they didn't make sure to, you know, check all their boxes. Really? Whoever like approved them to be in the 501. Like, yeah, this guy's not right. I thought that was kind of fun. So let me ask a train though. Where do you think this is going? What, what is, what is next season going to bring? You know, I, I really think that at some point it's going to we're going to start seeing like the, you know, the rise of the Mandalore, right? Like mm. someone's going to become the Mandalore. Is it, you know, our current you know, protagonist or how, is, is that what we're going to see? How do you feel about him necessarily not being Mandalorian? Because that's like when you look at the Clone Wars and then even and uh, Rebels, we do see Sabine taking her helmet off. You know, we do learn that she's from Mandalore. We know there's multiple, um, uh, what do they call them, like, like um, guilds of Mandalorians or people that are just, you know, kind of together in these basically warring factions of Mandalorians. And we hear in the show that there was the Great Purge that essentially wiped out all the Mandalorians. And for those that don't know, too, it's kind of even alluded to in the Clone Wars that Boba Fett himself and even his dad, Jango Fett, aren't even from Mandalore, that they're not even Mandalorians. So that was kind of always has been there. How do you feel about just the idea of, you know, where a quote unquote Mandalorian is now with, uh, you know, this is the way they have to keep their helmet on. And it's more just a way to kind of hide the, I guess, you know, uh, uh, the uh, or keep the anonymity of who's under the helmet. But yet they live by this code. And so whenever anybody sees somebody in that armor, they just know that they're badass. 
and can you know take you down like what, what do you guys feel on that because i've seen a lot of people upset that they're not really mandalorians like what is this crap or you know mandalorians always take their helmets off why is he keeping his helmet on what do you think of that a train of them kind of going that route um, um mandalorians i kind of i like the fact that it's it goes in and i think the mandalorian did a good job of tying other people who've never seen like clone wars or even watched like rebels Mm-hmm. Like it's not like you, but you can go back and you can see, you know, the dark saber and go back and see those things. And then maybe that'll pique your interest to go back and look at other things. And I think it's interesting that you've got to make some kind of reference of what happens because when you watch like clone wars and those and rebels, like all those people are Mandalorians. So what happens to them at one point? So at some yeah. point I'm assuming we're going to talk about the great purge. Even I hope further. we get that right. I think we do. Right. Cause you've kind of got to explain this. And then it's like this culture, this, you know, dead, culture that's not really around anymore they've got to do something and that's why i like the term like foundling like that's a really good term yeah. for what's going on like the foundling must have the helmet and these are the people that they've saved because they're trying to do the right thing and that's like great right like the current mandalorian is doing what the mandalorian that did before him right yep. the guy from Death see that see that's what i like i like that if they do or are kind of throwing away let's say the race of the mandalorians but then they're finding all these people who are just either orphaned you know because really the the character we're following he kind of is right like he they find him as a kid his parents we can just assume are killed he's saved by a mandalorian and then he's kind of brought into the fold and so it's people just carrying on this tradition and living by this way i love that Uh, to me that i think that's one of the coolest things they could have done with it rather than just have it be hey it's just the these people who are you know very just war friendly and they're always just fighting wars or going off and wearing this awesome armor and that like it it really it's almost like creating, I don't want to say like a Jedi, but it's like, you know, how the Jedi, it's all different races living by this code. The Mandalorians now are other people living by a different code, maybe because but they're not force sensitive, but they're still living within the boundaries of whatever that code is. Chris, what do you think, man? That Just of the show or what? Well, that or just kind of the idea of what the Mandalorian. Yeah, I guess the show. Let's go to the show because that's kind of well, what you're uh, uh, Yeah, like so. I thought it got so much better as it went along. Like, yeah, you had the big uh, first episode with obviously the big reveal. And um, I thought like the next couple episodes were a little bit stagnant. Um, I, I I don't know if we didn't. Yeah, we haven't really talked about this much on air. I know I've said this to you one on one, Mark, but I kind of feel like I I th- this would have had to re- redo the whole series. But I kind of wish they had like uh, the Mandalorian have like this this main quest that you don't know what it is and he's on this main quest for all eight episodes and you're going with him on these side missions all along but still you keep getting these tidbits of what this main quest is not knowing what it is and the big cliffhanger at the end of season one is Baby Yoda and then that goes into season two. We t- I think we texted about that, I think. Remember, I did. said to you, like, we for did. me, like, they had to have something. Like, the baby Yoda is what grounded him. It's what brought him back to the ship yeah. every time. It's what forced him well, to, you know. I get it. And that's what I said. Like, it, it, it would need to be rewritten if it went that way. Um, everything, like, even his character, I'm sure, would have to be, like, a different type of character. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like they went for the... They went for the Grand Slam in the beginning, and it worked. You know, you right. can't deny uh, all the Baby Yoda madness that has gone on because it was in, in Episode 1, not in Episode 8. So um, I just felt like they put him out there to achieve what they wanted to achieve, which was social media hysteria. And it worked, and then he was like a prop piece for the next couple episodes. But as it went on, 
it got I, I just I liked it a lot more. I, I was going to finish it no matter what. I was going to, you know, cut turn tail and run on the on the series. But um, I just I thought it, it kind of the story got a little bit better. The action got a little bit better as the the season went on. And I thought it ended very well. Hey, train. What was your favorite episode? Mm. One, two. I've got to I've, I've got to count. Yeah, I can't remember which. One. Yeah, even what if it wasn't the number, like what happened so, in the episode, like for you? It's... Um, I really like that that really weird. I think it's six, where it it's not really anything about the story arc, Is and it, it the Bill reminds. Bar episode? Yeah, it's Bill Barr. Yeah, it's one I love that. Yeah. that was my That's favorite. a really good episode. Like, yep. it, there's so much going on in it, and just, I mean, and I, like, I was like, oh, we're not going to see Baby Yoda at all, and then just he's like there, and I just the you know like, um, there's that. New Zealand guy who's playing Zero the robot. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, that's, is that Richard? No, is that Richard Ayudati? Um, I don't know. He's a British guy who's in like a couple other. No, I think that's Richard. Um, but it's, I just like everything about that episode. It, it rolls really well. And, you know, the one thing that's really, um, who's the man who made all the Clone Wars? What's his dad? Dave Filoni? Dave Filoni, yeah. Like, the Mandalorian episodes is just like watching a Clone Wars episode. It is, man. Like, yep. d- d- I mean, it's like verbatim where you're like, some episodes are like, wow, this is so good. Like, I can't believe this is 30 minutes long. And then sometimes you're like, glad that's over. Like, <laughs> and you like know what? sometimes. See, that's, the, that's the thing, man. Like, that's what George, like he created Star Wars because he was a fan of like, what was it? Like Buck Rogers and all those old things he'd go to the movies on a Sunday afternoon and just see kind of these just crazy adventures. Or there was those old like, you know, 50s TV shows where it would be like a 30 minute adventure show and that's kind of what he did with star wars obviously but also blending in the um you know just hero's journey stories of old but then like with the clone wars he really just took that to the next degree and so i think you're right when, when you say that's what this feels like th- that's really why because he he basically mentored feloni and feloni has just taken everything george basically taught him and is just presenting that and everything that he does and i think when you even layer on top of that favreau with it too it's like feloni and favreau are just the perfect perfect combination Mm. man like it's just it's awesome and i mean even the all the directors they got on board here which that's the other cool thing is what do you got um um what's her name chow deborah chow who directed Mm -hmm. like two or three of these episodes you see her in don't you see her at the end of that episode too she's one of the pilots her feloni and um i forget who the other director is but like one of them is the the person i think deborah chow is directing the obi-wan series and then the other guy is directing the cassian and K2SO series. So it's like, you know, they, they just have all these people that are just all in the fold. Um, did you guys see, I put it up in our chat. Again, not confirmed, but I mean, Obi-Wan wasn't confirmed for a long time. Did you see the post oh, about yeah. Thrawn? Possibly doing a live action Thrawn? Uh, so, yeah, I saw uh, it today. But you guys are posting it. But didn't, did, did Gary like kind of shoot that down? I, I, like not, the... I don't even know who that is. I'm not even listening <laughs> to him. Don't even want to hear anything about it. Give me I live agree. action I... Thrawn, man. Uh, that would be incredible. Yeah, Rebels, Thrawn is the best. The books are great. Like, oh, he would be awesome. Yep. So A-train. let me ask you this, A Train. Did you did you cancel your Disney Plus membership because it's uh, you know Mandalorian is over for now? No, I have three okay. kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enough. I have said. three kids. 
enough said. You know what? I'm, I, and you know what? I just want to say something on that. Like the, seeing those stories of people like, oh, canceling Disney Plus. Yeah, I know. you should. If there's nothing you want to watch, that's the beauty of this age. Exactly. You shouldn't be subscribed to 13 services, you goofball. No, <laughs> when when Game of Thrones is on, yeah, subscribe to HBO. When it's not, cancel. When Stranger Netflix. Things is out, subscribe to Netflix. When it's not, yep. cancel. That's that's the age we live in. So I don't understand, you know, just this hate culture of people like, oh, everybody's leaving Disney Plus. No, they're just waiting until Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out, and then they'll yeah. sub again. And there yeah. you go. It's all yeah. you need to do. Like we, you don't need to. We bounce through things for. like crazy at my house. Like we'll drop Hulu in the summer because there's no new shows, and that's we don't run cable. Do. So it's just like Hulu goes in the summer, and then. I think we just picked up stars so my wife can watch Outlander. And so, for, like, did you, know, you get like, that deal of $20 for like six months or something like that? So, I mean, we just go through like Amazon. Like, it's usually okay. like nine bucks. Like, it's like, it's so cheap. Like, I'm like, okay. Like, because that's what my, yeah, my but wife I'm constantly just, dropping things. My wife just said to me, she's like, uh, you know, oh, I just sell stars because she loves Outlander too. She's like, you know, for, you can get uh, six months for 20 bucks. I was like, sure, just get it. You know, because be, I'll be honest, before we were using my mother-in-law's login for, for, her, to right. watch, to, for her to watch Outlander. Um, but she saw that. I was like, yeah, just do it. I mean, you know, this way we're, we're throwing them some cash. And I mean, that's a hell of a deal. You get six months for 20 bucks. Um, all right, Atrian, anything else, man, you got for us? Or, what, what did you think of Rise of Skywalker? Uh, I, I really liked Rise of Skywalker. Okay. It's one of those things where pacing-wise, like, I wanted it to be even longer than what it was, right? I wanted mm. things. It was just like, I felt like we were sprinting and it's not, it sounds negative when I say it, but it's like, it's, it's a sprint the entire way. Right. Yeah. Like, there's not like pacing to it where you're like, Oh, it slows down. Like it's like the fastest two and a half hours you've ever experienced. It really is. It was. Yep. It really is. It's not like the Irishman. Oh God. I still haven't watched it. I still haven't watched, <laughs> still watched it. Haven't watched it. I got to oh, watch it. God. What are you doing? I gotta watch the Witcher too, man. I haven't watched any of that. Yeah. Oh, I do too. So yeah. good. Yeah. So that's good. what I hear. That's what I hear. Well, A Train, we appreciate it, man. We appreciate you supporting the show, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll be talking to you next month as well, man. Alrighty, thanks, fellas. Yeah, All take right. care, man. Alrighty, bye. I'll see you. Yeah, Chris is funny, man. Like we haven't really talked about the Mandalorian, other than we did nah. the one episode about the first episode, and then that was it. Other yeah. than just kind of the the overarching yeah. thoughts. I think for some, like yeah, I think for some reason, it just didn't work out where. Because all this stuff was coming up. Like, it was holiday season. Yep. Star Wars came out. And I'll be honest. So. Like, I didn't really want to spoil it, you know, for anybody, too. So that was kind of my, yeah. always my, my concern was, like, I don't want to just, you know, talk about uh, uh, spoilers here on the show. And if somebody's not watching it and they're planning on all the episodes to come out and they're going to subscribe just to kind of burn through all eight of them. Um, right. So, uh, <clears throat> yeah. Overall, definitely, I, I enjoyed it for sure. I'm totally going to have a cough drop in my mouth because I I, do, do, do you see me like pausing like my or muting my microphone like every no. 30 dude i had a cold for like three weeks mm -hmm. jen's had a cold since disney oh god the disney cold. it's just like <laughs> it sucks it's like the e3 virus or the when you go to any of those conventions you always get sick <laughs> always uh all right well let's go ahead and invite phantom to the call we'll see if we got a wind tunnel going on this time so uh let's get him out in here Phantom, what's up, dude? What is up, man? Got glad to have you back. I don't uh, don't hear the wind. What's going on? The wind? Oh uh, no, I'm actually at home this time. <laughs> <laughs> dude, were you were you able to put down Final Fantasy 14? Oh uh, no. I was in the middle, like right before you guys called. I was in the middle of doing an extreme trial. Oh my god, I had I had to leave because we we died so many times. Wow. 
It's hard. Chris, I, I just want to tell you, I've converted Phantom. I was going to say, isn't it new for him? Isn't he just like just getting into it? Not that new. Okay. I, I, I used to play it before. I'll let, you, I'll let you explain what's been going on, Phantom. So you played it before. You don't have to. You don't have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> how, how, how much time have you played in the last three weeks? Six, about seven days, probably total. Time, Chris. Like, that's, that's seven 24 hour days. Wait, what? <laughs> seven 24 hour days in the last three weeks. I thought, you, I thought you said you played seven days worth in the last three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's played a lot, man. He's catching up. It's awesome. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Shadowbringers. Finally in Shadowbringers. Oh, nice. Awesome. All right. Shadowbangers? Great. Shadowbangers? What is Shadowbangers? it? Shadowbangers. Shabaranks? Shabaranks. Whatever. <laughs> what do you got for us this time, Phantom? <laughs> Well, I got a bunch of questions I'd like to each, ask each of you, actually. Okay, what you got? So, Do it. question number one. If two games could have a baby, oh. what games would you want to mash up? Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'll right. give an example for myself. Go for I it. I feel like Jedi Fallen Order and Final Fantasy XIV mix-up mashup would be pretty cool. Yeah. Like the fighting style of Fallen Order and... The story and MMO esque type from Final Fantasy fourteen. Hmm. Okay. Good. I'm, I'm I'm gonna give two answers here. One, the game already exists, and that's Destiny, which was the mashup of Halo and Fantasy Star Online. Game okay. already exists, so that's Destiny. And then if I had to pick another one, I want to throw like Jedi Fallen Order is a good one, but I want to take Spider Man PS4 mm. and just like the locomotion and the fighting of that. And then I'm trying to think what I want to combine that with. Cause like that game is almost just so perfect that mm -hmm. I would want maybe like trying to think well, who's, who's a, another very nimble. Well, I guess we're, we're going to pick a game, right? So what, what game is the combat? Maybe not as, uh, you know, maybe give me like an Anthem, I think cause Anthem is you're very mobile, but I think I would like more the story and the, the combat of Spider-Man and just put, give me in just this huge, massive world. <clears throat> That I could okay. could go through, I think, or or really any MMO. Give me a Final Fantasy fourteen with Spider Man, something like that, where it's a full MMO, but the combat and movement of Spider Man, I love it. Hmm. What about Chris? you, Chris? Uh, I would go with like Jet Moto and Excite Bike. <laughs> what? Because I, I, I deep cut. <laughs> yeah, because I love like the uh, the. Uh, you know, building ability of Excite Bike that you could just make those like uh, endless, the endless courses. Yeah, and I've always loved Jet Moto, so there you I go. I want to be able to make my own courses in Jet Moto is basically what I would like. To do. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> what else? All right. All right. So if you could make an this is for both of you as well, but more geared towards Chris. If you could mm -hmm. make an NHL team, mm -hmm. what would just what would the name of your team be? And um, Think of a logo that you would want for your NHL team. Well, so the thing is, like, I kind of sent, I sent, I mean, I think I posted this. If you follow my, the Lockdown Avalanche uh, Twitter feed, the, uh, and I almost said it to A-Train, our last caller, the Seattle is getting a, a uh, expansion team and they have not yet announced uh, their logo or team name or anything like that. And I saw somebody 
created like uh, like possibilities for the Seattle team. And I thought the best one was called the Seattle Grunge, which is just so fitting, obviously, for the the uh, city of Seattle. And the the image was like almost like this emo kid with like hair like covering like one eye, and it was like red and yellow. Um, I, I would I would start that team. I would start the Seattle Grunge. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I think that's the perfect name in the perfect city. Uh, who would your captain, goalie, and alternate captain be? Oh, well, dream team, like existing players or all time. I mean, you could go all time. All right. Well, I won't say Wayne Gretzky because that's just the easy out. So (laughs) I will say um, I will say Jeff Bukaboom because that's an awesome name. It is pretty good. Um, I will say Ty Domi because I need someone to bust some heads and I need a goalie. Yeah. Oh, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Yeah. Patrick yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> I'm not, now I'm... that I don't want to steal anything other than the Seattle grunge, I probably would do like, all right, I live in Albany. I would do like the Albany Hulks and have just a fist or something as like nice green See, fist. See, that route, Chris, I'm going to go. But every team that I create in any game, whether it's, you know, NHL, whether it's Madden, they're always the Super Saiyans. So my my that team, my team yeah. is always the Super Saiyans. And if I could create a logo, it would just be the the yeah. yellow hair. Just, just switch. Probably would. It could never happen in any uh, professional sport, but I would love that. No, 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 no. You, you, yep. But they are. Didn't I send you that article about the Olympics where yep. Goku is going to be kind of like, yep. what is it? The end of the An last ambassador. Olympics they had when they, they pass off like the torch or something to the, it was the Japanese right. prime minister. Next... Mario was there. They had Mario yep. like, right there. <laughs> At the Olympics with them. So, yeah, they're going all in on that. Well, else they're going to have Luffy from One Piece and all that too, right? <laughs> That's what they said. Yep. Crazy. That's yep. crazy. Yep. Yeah, give me the Super Saiyans, man. That's what I want. <laughs> the Super Saiyans. They can, what you, it, you like... can even have, like, alternate jerseys that have, like, the Majin symbol on it. For them, he's like Majin Vegeta. Or, you know, like, Majin Buu on one of them. Like, <laughs> just all crazy. It'd be awesome. Do you know any players, Mark? Or Oh, that I would want? Yeah. Uh, well, I Start mean, because I'm not sure how much of hockey you're like into. Other well, than, I mean, I, I do fall hockey. Play. I mean, I'm not. I'm. Okay. I'm no. Uh, you know, SB Nation, former SB not, Nation he, Zone Locked On yeah. podcast host. Or he's not running like Locked On. He's not running um, Locked On Hurricanes. Yeah, in terms of players, man. I mean, it's. It, I wouldn't. I have no, 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 no all-time favorites. You would take, but you used to be a Pittsburgh Penguins fan. Yeah, I mean, my number was 68 in every sport I played because Yager. So. Yeah, that's true. I would. That's okay. That's a good question. What? So you would be sixty-eight if you were to. It's also know, be, be on a hockey team. What number would you be? But go ahead. You'd be sixty-eight. Go ahead. What, what, well, the other thing I was gonna say, and I probably shouldn't say this on the air, but I mean, there's there's a lot of digits. It's the middle number of my uh, very important number in my life. That sixty-eight is there. So there's also some meaning to that. Okay. So. Were you right. born in 1968? Nope. <laughs> no, okay. no. Good God, no. Good God, no. Oh, yeah, it's like, how old do you think I am? <laughs> but what number would you pick if you were, Astastic, if you were uh, given Ast- a jersey it's to Phantom. play in an NHL team? Or Phantom, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're Phantom. It's all good. It's all um, good. Which, which uh, number would you be? Uh, the number five. Why? Um, it's always my lucky number. Like whenever somebody's like pick a number between one and ten, I always pick five because I know there's a fifty-fifty chance I'll win. So it's just okay. my lucky number. 
It's actually a one in ten chance you'll win, not fifty fifty. But I get what if you're it's, saying. If it's with <laughs> just one other person, it's okay. 50/50. All right, I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's good. What else you got, Phantom? Uh, what comic book mashups would you like to see that you haven't seen yet? Ooh, Ooh that is a good one. Like you know, this is going to be crossover, like Marvel to DC and stuff. I mean, it's if you want to, but I wide open. I, yeah, let's make it wide open. Why not? <laughs> Hmm. I honestly really liked the turtles and Batman. I knew you were going to say something with turtles. I knew well, you were. So, so I was going to go the other way and put what? Where would the turtles fit in Marvel? Like, obviously New York City. So you have to have. So you could have like a Spider-Man turtle. That would be cool. But how cool would it be then to have like Venom and like the symbiote get on like Shredder or something like that? <laughs> so you have this like symbiote in Shredder would just be insane, and like the turtles like and that. Spider-Man have to team up. That I would like be that a That would be really cool. Mm. I'm thinking, like, why not bring Star Wars into something? Why not bring Star Wars into some, like, uh, or ha- have, like, I'm trying to think of what you would bring them into. Like well, it would be Wars in the present in the galaxy far, far away, not a long time yeah. ago at that point. I mean, you could do like a no, like Nova or Captain Marvel, like some some the galactic universe. You'd have to have something out there. Yeah, if you're going to do Marvel. If you're going to do Marvel. Or Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you could do that, yeah. Uh, you could literally have Baby Groot fight Baby Yoda. Let, let, let's go. Let's do it. Come on, bring it up. That's how we do it. Yeah, <laughs> that would be kind of cool. That would be really cool, actually. I like that. Right. I do too. Um, Did you have any that you? I I don't know enough about comics to, <laughs> no. but because the only ones I've read is like Spider Man. I just started reading some of the Star Wars stuff, but other than that, I haven't read very many comics. Okay. So it's hard for me to, because I could think of something that's already out there, and I just don't know it because yeah. I haven't read it. Um, gotcha. But if it was. Like between two universes, DC and Marvel, it'd be cool mm-hmm. to see like, um, what's his name, Moon Knight and Batman. Wow, oh, yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea. Yeah, that, just because they're kind of similar. Has, well, has there Marvel been a Daredevil Batman? Did they do that back when they did the crossover years ago? Because that that's more like, I mean, Moon Knight's cool. Believe, I mean, just that character is freaking awesome. But like, isn't Daredevil more? I mean, I guess he's blind, so it's not quite. But isn't he kind of more analogous to Batman, just kind of having, I don't know, just kind of prowling at night? Because when you think of that, you know, I guess he doesn't have as many gadgets. Like, is, is there really a Batman well, equivalent in Marvel? Like, who? Well, that's what they created Moon Knight for. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. So that would be pretty sweet, man, to connect those two. Hmm. Who would win that battle? Moon Knight. I think so too. I, okay. I, 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 Batman's the only thing I care about on the DC side, but I think Moon Knight would, would kind of just run ragged over Batman. You know what though? I, I would say, see, I want to say probably Batman though, dude, because he always finds a way. You know he what does. I mean? Like that's his thing. Like if he, even though he has no superpowers, he's more gadgets. His superpower is he finds a way to win. I know That's yeah. what he does. He figures out yeah. what needs to be done because he he's he's a uh, the greatest detective. So he's gonna find your weakness and he's gonna exploit it and he's gonna take you down. But that's DC writing too. Like Superman always finds a way. Also, well, no, everybody always seems abilities for Superman because he's just created on the fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ridiculous. What else? Um, if you could be in a professional sport, what sport would you rather play and what team? 
I Go mean, ahead, Mark. when I was in high school, man, I mean, I played football. I say high school, even elementary school. I just played football like my whole life. So I would have loved to have played football. Um, in terms of what team, I mean, probably had I stayed in New York at the time, probably would have wanted to play for the Houston Oilers that became then the Titans because that's who I was a huge fan of. But then moving here to Charlotte, we've just gravitated, obviously, to the, the Panthers here big Panthers fans now and just you know I tell everybody this but like the pan it's weird for me like and Chris I know you I know you kind of feel that we're you know living up in Albany but like as a kid I always looked at the Giants and the Jets and the Yankees as these just larger than life teams and here in Charlotte like Carolina just seems like a small town team (laughs) like we have friends who takes their I mean now the kids don't play anymore this was like two years ago or so they would go to do flag football and there was Greg Olson and his kid like that's just a thing here in Charlotte like the players are just all over the place they're everywhere in it's same thing even with um the Hornets now too same thing and so it's like Charlotte is just a very it's like a small big city and so just playing in Charlotte and just the love that the fans show for the people here I would love to play for a Charlotte team so probably be football probably be Panthers and um yeah probably it for me man I, I, the season is way too long and I don't even like the sport, but I would want to drive NASCAR. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rode in a NASCAR, Chris. I didn't drive one yet. Yeah. But I will. Uh, I, I don't know. For, I don't know what's going on with NASCAR right oh. now. Who's leading any point system that they have going? I don't really know. Kyle Bush won but it just, all. He won it all this year. Oh, it's over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's the, over. The, yeah, the Kyle Bush, yeah. Up, so. want it. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson. This is going to be Jimmy Johnson's last season. Is it? Coming up. Uh, I don't know. Just I'm like Ricky Bobby. I just want to go fast. <laughs> <Like that. laughs> and again, living in Charlotte, Chris, this is the hub I for NASCAR, dude. It. This is Could've it. Done it. Yeah. <laughs> this is where it um, is. But the season's just way too long. I mean, di- didn't they just end it like right before Thanksgiving? And then yeah, you're they picking it right it's back right up? The, right before Thanksgiving, they do the award ceremony. They have like six <laughs> or seven weeks off. And what? In like probably two or three weeks, they'll start doing this. They call them like it's like Speed Week or something in Daytona. Yeah. And then when's the Daytona 500 is like the first or second weekend of February. Yeah. So they're racing in the month. There's going to be NASCAR again. It's crazy. So So I would do that. And then, um, I don't know. I guess what would, what would your number be then for, for that? Would it be the same number that, yeah, I would. For any sport? Always. I tell you what though, like last, last year, uh, there was like a, uh, the Powerball. Got up to like $1.6 billion. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, my plan, if I won it, was to buy the Colorado Avalanche because they're only valued at like $600 million. Wow. So I'd have taken half of my winnings and just given it over to buy the Colorado. They're not for sale, but I would have just purchased them anyway. <laughs> like, who can say that I'm, just I'm going to... give me the team. Yeah, I'm going to buy my, my favorite team. I'm going to buy them just yep. because... I mean, dude, if I could, I would have loved it. I mean, I played hockey in high school, but I mean, you Mm. know, I played really only two years of high school hockey and had had played football my whole life. I could skate. We'd play, you know, uh, like street hockey and all that. We, and I may have told the story before, like we basically saved money for our school to be able to have a hockey team. Yeah. Lost every game the first year. We had three guys that played organized hockey. Two were goalies. So at least we had good goalies. Yeah. Right. But. I was first line. I was out there as a defenseman, and and it wasn't because of my stick handling. I could skate good. It wasn't because of that. It was just literally was laying people out on the ice. Loud over people. All it was. You were the goon. I was in the the box all the time. Just open ice hits, <laughs> hits from behind. You name it, done. Like, but that was it, and I loved it. I loved every single minute of it. 
Um, so I would love, to, if I could go back, I'll never forget my parents asked me, I was like five or six years old, it was like, do you want to join a bowling league or do you want to mm. play hockey? I, and yeah. I picked the damn bowling league. If I could go back, five-year-old me, like, no, join hockey, play hockey, man. It's so fun. You, oh, I was going to say so bowling in this question. I was going to say bowling just because it's so easy. <laughs> and uh, I did. I bowled when I was a kid. I was, I was a pretty damn good bowler when that I was, was terrible. A youngling and then and then uh rock and bowl came into play and i didn't take it serious anymore no. <laughs> well fans we'll give us one more man and then we'll uh we'll let you go you already got it all right i do have a bunch more but i'll just i'll <laughs> pick the best one and save them for next out time. of the rest yeah if you could make a theme park based off of something you love what would it be and what would your main attraction be uh and the, <laughs> there's food and drink what would like what oh, would themed I mean, we have Galaxy's Edge now, right? I mean, I, mean, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it was something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I I probably it would be like a, a Halo themed world. You know, I think of my favorite games. It would just be that you'd have like a ride that would be like a, a warthog ride, basically, like we're you know escaping off the ship and you're just racing through and things are exploding all around you. Um, you'd have a ride on a ship, you know, flying on the Pelicans and things like that. Have a little go- like bumper ghosts. You know, the ghosts, you can have instead of bumper cars, you have bumper ghosts. <laughs> bumper ghosts. Um, you have a little paintball field where you're actually out there shooting each other, you know, with the assault rifles and stuff like that. Um, and then food-wise, I mean, does Master Chief eat? I don't think so, <laughs> but you probably anything? name like... a drink off of something. <laughs> you could create, like, you know, Galaxy's Edge, you're creating lightsabers, you're creating your own little, uh, like, Cortana-type AI. Ooh, so you could do that, cool. you're creating your own little uh, AI. Or your own little helmet, maybe. You actually create, like, a Spartan helmet because that Spartan helmets are super customizable now in most of the games. Mm-hmm. So that's what I, I would want, a Halo-themed world. I think that's what I'd want. Wow. I don't think you can beat that, man. Like, I don't I don't think I – not even – I've maybe never just, thought of this before. Yeah. I've never spent yeah. time thinking that. <laughs> maybe not just, you know, uh, geared towards Halo, just, like, video games in general. Is there really, like, a video game – Inspired. Mar- I mean, Mario is coming inspired. to Universal, so they're they're yeah. they're is making. Really? Yeah, I think the first one will open in California, and then it's going to be here in Orlando. Okay, yeah. they're going to have uh, yeah. there's a Donkey Kong ride. They're going to have Mario Kart. Um, I think there's just like a random like Mario game or, or um, like just ride in general, whatever that's going to be. And then yeah. I know there's going to be like mushroom blocks, you know, uh, giant mushroom, you know, kind of that you jump on things like that that are just going to be placed all around the world. It's yeah. crazy. I think that's the only thing I could think of would be something like that. Mm-hmm. But all right, Phantom. Yeah. Well, Phantom, what about you? What do you got? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was thinking. I mean, a Destiny world would be kind of cool, or that you can have like a Zavala walking around. You could have a Cade Six walking around. Yeah, that'd be sweet. That would be cool. And then like the rides would be based off the raids oh, or something. God. But hmm. let's be honest now, Phantom. We would really want an Eorzea. Final Fantasy fourteen world now, this right? This is true. That's really what we would want now. We'd have uh, all the different that. dungeons. <laughs> oh, how about this? How about this? How about, how about a theme park revolving around the novels of Stephen King? Oh. How would how cool would that be? That would be interesting. Creepy. And right? There'd <laughs> like, be a cemetery, there'd be Right. You know what? Cemetery. Dude, somebody yeah. should open just like I mean, I'm sure any amusement park. For anybody listening to this around you, during Halloween does like their Halloween themed weekends. Like ours here, they do Scarewinds, and our our park is called Carowinds. Right. Nobody does like a three hundred and sixty five day a year just horror park. Horror. <clears throat> right. Somebody <clears throat> should do that, and it yeah. like, that would be perfect. You have like Stephen King Land. You can have like a, a Edgar Allan Poe 
land right. like all these just horror people and then you could have uh, uh like a west craven type land where yeah. it's all the west craven movies and things like that like that like would be walking dead neat. walking dead walking section dead. or something like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> all your uh, that. that's universal i think owns the rights to probably like all of that all that mm-hmm. stuff they need yeah, to do man. that 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 would be pretty neat i like so. that okay but all right phantom well, we appreciate it man <laughs> Yeah, it was good talking to you guys. Yeah, man, I'll be I'll be talking to you soon, man. I'll see you out there in uh, in Eorzea. In, Sounds uh, good. In the Shadowbringer. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, take care, man. <laughs> take care. Later. See you later, bud. Oh, Chris, what would you think of that, dude? Like just a horror, nonstop horror land. I think would be great. Um, yeah, I'm just because it just popped in my head because I'm that's an awesome. Obviously, idea. sitting at my desk and you know I got Stephen King books here. I'm like, ooh, there we go, Stephen King world. Like, what what would I'm trying to think like that. What he said was cool. Like I have like a pet cemetery. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and just have like Pennywise walking around. Oh my God, dude. Terrorizing people. Just, you know, you know, like in Disney, like they have like the little green men walking in Toy Story yeah. Land. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah, Pennywise yeah. walking around. Um, uh, you could do so much with a Stephen King land. Yep. So much. All right. So let's, uh, let's get our next caller on here. And uh, that's J17 Falcon. Falcon, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on, guys? Nothing. Not too much. Now, Chris. Thanks. Yeah. Falcon has yep. also been corrupted by the <laughs> oh, Final God Fantasy damn it. 14. What the hell, guys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. my gosh. Yeah, that was going to be my first talk point, actually, by uh, the way. I was gonna... <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Falcon. What, what do right. you want to say about Final Fantasy 14? That's fine. You can go ahead. I'm, oh, I'm going to go take man. a piss. It's... it's... <laughs> <laughs> Chris, oh man, it's it's a black it's a black hole. I'm just slowly just my my life is just dwindling away. <laughs> like, and is, have, is this, you are just getting into it now, or you've you've been a player yeah. and came back to it, or what? I'm I'm just getting into it now. I used to play. I I was telling uh, Mark that I played the first Final Fantasy game on a mobile phone, and I beat it all the way through, and that was like my wow. best Final Fantasy experience up to date. And then, you know, I, I always thought that an MMO would be good for Final Fantasy, like, because the world it, you know, it lives in is just perfect for an M- for a MMO. So um, I just never gave it a shot. That's the thing is because I was too tied up in Destiny, you know, and I played Star Wars The Old Republic. And I was like, there's no way I could balance anything else. And I just decided to give it a shot because it was on sale. <laughs> Mark was like, oh, it's like. 30 bucks right now. Oh, yeah. I was plugging that the in the, in the uh, patron chat. Like, oh, yeah, it's only 30 bucks, guys. You get the whole game. You get everything. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And it's it's really good so far. And it's overwhelming with how many classes you can choose and just the amount of custom ability, customize, um, customization, I guess. Yep. And it's just, it's insane. So <laughs> it's it's fun, though. We've been having fun with it. Yep. We ran, we ran some dungeons last night, Chris, me, Falcon, and Phantom. We ran uh, mm-hmm. a couple dungeons. Great. And, and the sad, <laughs> the sad thing was like it was the three of us, and I mean, me and Phantom had probably only run through the dungeon maybe once or twice prior to that, like because they basically that's how the game works. I kind of force you to go through them, and there was this one random person that was with us that you could yeah. tell was kind of relying on us to kind of show them where to go. <laughs> and of course, it's right. a dungeon where it's kind of not that it was a maze, but it's like it's not really clear directly where you need to go. So there was a lot of backtracking and going down wrong corridors and just trying to figure it out. And the guy's just kind of following us like, what is wrong with you guys? Yeah, he's like looking back and forth. He's like looking at the tank, looking at the DPS guys. Like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> but, great. Yeah, it, was, it was fun. Good what do you times. got for us this time, Falcon? Um, yeah, so I was just going to kind of 
talk to you guys and have kind of an open discussion about upcoming and, and also stop me if people have already talked about it and we can move on to something else. But yeah. Um, so upcoming movies for 2020, mm-hmm. uh, TV series for 2020, video games, 2020. So just kind of like a overall spectrum. What is like your most hyped? Like, what are you most looking forward to in all three of those categories? I guess, uh, Hmm. For me, well, yeah, you go. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, for me, I'm definitely looking forward to some of those Disney Plus Marvel series. Oh hell yeah! Most definitely. most of all, probably <clears throat> Moon Knight. Well, actually, that's not gonna be 2020, will it? Nope, it won't be. But it's upcoming, and it's Disney. I think we're Plus. getting what uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision. Is that? Yep, I think right? so. And they moved up WandaVision, right? So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So definitely. I guess if we're talking just 2020, then probably Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's probably the most hyped up one for me. And um, but let's just throw out the fact that Moon Knight has gotten two plugs in this yeah, show. Yeah, so we far. just talked about oh. Moon Knight before. Yeah, we're talking about <laughs> comic book crossovers you'd want to see. And uh, yeah, man, it was Batman and Moon Knight was one that yeah. uh, came up. Yep. Yeah, uh, they, yeah, they're man. Very similar. Yep. TV shows. I mean. Falcon Winter Soldier, definitely. That's one. Because to me, like that's going to just really carry on almost directly the MCU, where everything kind of just left off with Endgame. You know, what is going to happen with that shield? Like, is Falcon going to take up that mantle like right away? Or is he just going to be torn the whole time? And then what's just him and, and the Winter Soldier's relationship? You know, how are him and Bucky going to interact? Like, I just can't wait to see that. Um, yeah. So that really I probably, think- TV show-wise, that probably is my most anticipated for sure. I, I think what they'll do with it is they'll they'll build it the entire, you know, he'll be like, you know, I, I can't handle this. Like, you know, Captain America left me with this huge mantle. And I think we'll see him fighting through all that in the struggle throughout the entire season. And then at the end, maybe he just dons that armor for the first time kind of thing. Yeah. And then that leads into, okay, well, if you want to see him in full action in the armor, go see the next movie. The next movie. Where he'll, and then that's a good way to like... Mm-hmm kind of force people and get them in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but, but too, let's not forget, man, Mandalorian season two. Oh yeah. Pretty sure, sure it's going to be in the fall, right? I think they kind of confirmed that. Like it's going to be back next fall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they had a, you know, little picture of a, what's that race? Uh, I forget the pig dude, but we're going to have uh what else? Clone yeah. Wars two. We'll get here next month. Um, yeah. Wars continuing, right? Yeah. Um, uh, as far as television shows two that I, I think I would assume there's going to be a, a, another season of Ozark coming out uh, oh, next yeah, season. I, I absolutely love that show, as well as The Boys season two. Oh yes, be out. yeah. Uh, I didn't even see The Boys at all. I gotta, I gotta watch it because it's watch. just so yeah, it's good. out there, right? Left it's, field it's, kind of thing. It's fantastic. Um, and as far as television shows goes, the crazy thing is, like with Netflix, you just don't know anything new that they're coming out yeah. with because they put out 37 different shows like every other week and it almost just so, drops almost man it's crazy yeah yeah so there's something new as far as movies go obviously black widow looking mm-hmm. forward to that um i'm really looking forward to uh, you know we talk about disney stuff all the time here that that onward pixar movie mm-hmm. <laughs> um i think that looks really good and ghostbusters go dude ghostbusters <laughs> we yeah, would we went and saw jumanji with the kids uh, last mm-hmm. week, and they showed. So I got to see the Ghostbusters trailer on the big screen. Uh, 
I am totally sold on that movie. Yeah. Like, not that I wasn't before, but just seeing it on the big screen, I was totally sold on that. And then they showed, yeah. uh, I hadn't seen this on the, the um, big screen yet, but I saw when I went and saw uh, Rise of Skywalker again, they showed the Tenant trailer again. That's what Chris I was going to say was my hype. Dude, like, my hype movie. I, Tenet. I cannot wait to see that movie. Like Christopher Nolan always I gotta, just nails it with just. I got to watch that trailer things. again because um, like the first time I saw it was obviously for. Uh, Star Wars, and I didn't really like know what the hell was going on. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to, kind of want to. Robert Robert Pattinson's going to be in that movie as well, and I think I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm putting two and two together here, and I think you know Christopher Nolan did Batman. Robert Pattinson's the new Batman. Maybe that was like his in, and then he got to get into that movie. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like yeah, it could be. But, mm. but um, he's a he's a phenomenal actor. If you've seen any of his indie stuff, and I think. I'm excited to see him on more of a, you know, big budget movie, Christopher Nolan, big name, yep. and see Robert Pattinson in something besides Twilight because, yeah, he's yeah. got to, you know, break out of that because I think people still brand him to that, which is kind it's of true. unfair. It's but, true. I agree. Um, I mean, what else? We're, comic book wise, we're getting, uh, what, Wonder Woman, Birds of Prey are coming out this year. Um, I think even uh, New Mutants, right? Did you guys watch that trailer, the new trailer? I haven't seen um, it. Yet, I did no. watch it just barely before yeah. the the show. That's kind of. I think good. even is the Morbius movie this year too. I think mm-hmm. that uh, you know the Living Vampire, the Marvel. Okay. That might be this year, um, but uh, you know what movie? This is. I, I mean, I've seen the trailer now multiple times. Just haven't been to the movie the past few uh, weeks here to see Red Skywalker, then even Jumanji, and I've I've said it multiple times that the live action Disney movies I could care less about. Or couldn't care less, I guess the right way to say. The new Mulan. Mulan looks, it looks good. really good, okay. man. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop something on you guys right now. So I've never seen any of the live-action Disney movies. I have not had a single desire to see any of them. Like, they just don't appeal to me. Don't even care about it. When I saw the Mulan trailer, I was like, that's probably the first one I will watch. Yeah. You know, it, it looks great. It looks good. Yep. So Now, I Anyways. don't know if it's... Um, I don't think it's a hard date that they've set on it <clears throat> but um i know they're they're filming it that movie uh was well, it's a classic novel and it's dune, dune. no oh. yeah they have been casting for that chris i did hear yeah. that yeah oh, and i think they're they're i've heard like later in the year is a very possibility like you know uh holiday season mm-hmm. um that that the backstory on just that movie as a whole is fascinating because they have tried to make, it's almost like one of those impossible Unmakeable movies. movies. Yeah. yeah yep. From book to, 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 uh, the big screen and they're going for it. They have some big name guys that are, that are in it. And I know they're filming or they're almost done filming, but, um, th- this is, this is like the sci-fi book <clears throat> that so many other mm-hmm. stories have come out of, including star Wars. So uh, I'm really, I really hope that comes out to be next year, and it's yeah, awesome. I've got to look up some stuff on that because I'm not really. They they did Dune, they did but... make a movie on it, and it was just yep. not really true to the book. It wasn't that good. It was still called Dune, and then there was a documentary. Go find it, and I'm gonna butcher the guy's name, but it's called like. Jo- <sighs> now I gotta look it up because it's gonna drive me crazy. It's like Jordanovsky's Dune. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's been people talking about it, and I and I wanted to look it up because I'm curious to see what people's impressions of were like were on the book and on the movie, yeah. and just kind of what people are hoping for, like the fans of Dune, just trying to see what 
this movie could be, and yeah. it sounds like it could be pretty big. It looks, I mean, it's pretty epic. Yeah, filmmaker Alejandro Jodorowsky. Okay. So he tried to make the movie like way back in like the 70s and he wanted to make it huge and epic and he was spending so much money on it and then they basically killed the project. So the documentary is all about him trying to make it. Hmm. And it like just because it's like like Mark said it's like one of those unfilmable stories like and what people said about Lord of the Rings for years and then that Peter and that Jackson came out good it. and then they've also <clears throat> said it about um like Stephen King's Dark Tower series and that was kind of Terrible. a huge failure. <laughs> so you know, when stuff like this happens, I always hold out hope that it's going to be great, and then it usually falls on its face. So yeah, we'll see. Um, gaming wise, Falcon, I think mm-hmm. you know. Obviously, I think Cyberpunk is one. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm interested in Cyberpunk. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there that are very hyped. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do want to play it, and I know that I will, and I'm sure in the end I'm going to end up falling in love with it. But I'm, I'm not for some reason. I'm not like. Oh my God! I can't wait to play Cyberpunk, I, and I don't know what it is. I don't know what about that game is just not getting me super hyped. Yeah. It's just, it, it's just a game that either, I feel like but... um, I want I want to play really just because that's where the hype machine is, and I know everybody's going to be talking about it, and it probably is going to be an absolutely amazing game. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of I don't know. I, I don't know if it's maybe just kind of where I am with games right now that that's kind of why I'm feeling that way. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely interested in, um, you know, Last of Us 2 is a game, of course. Really can't mm. just kind of see the continuation of that story. Um, I'm looking now after playing a bunch of Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. That game, the more mm-hmm. videos on that I watch just look amazing. Um, next week, I, I told you earlier, uh, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot comes out. Looking forward mm-hmm. to that next week. Um, looking forward to the fall, though. We're getting new consoles. I don't yeah, know what crazy. I'm going to do console-wise. Because, like, my PC, I mean, I have a gaming PC, and a lot of those games, especially the first-party games for Microsoft, will be on my PC. So, technically, I don't need to buy an Xbox Series yeah. X. But in the same sense, I know my PC isn't up to the snuff of what a Series X is going to be. So, it's like... Right. And I'm a huge oh, yeah. Halo fan, so, like, Halo Infinite is probably, even not knowing anything really about it right now, is probably my most anticipated game just because it's the new Halo um, yeah, I might just be buying a Series <laughs> X because of that, and then PS5. Mm-hmm. We don't know what's really coming. The only game we really know is that Godfall game that just looks freaking incredible as yeah. well. It looks like a third-person <laughs> Destiny made by uh, what Gearbox, which could be just an incredible game. Um, oh yeah, I don't know. Like, um, what are you gonna do console-wise, man? Do you have a plan? Like, Easily, I'll just go with the Xbox. I, I'm pretty okay. sure, just because I've stayed with Xbox for so long. But gotcha. I really, and what I want to see from the new consoles, the most out of everything, is probably just uh, updates to current games. Because I don't really necessarily say I don't want to say that Destiny needs to go out and make a Destiny three right away because it's on the new consoles. Like, let them kind of take their time. But what if they, you know, came out with a patch? Okay, Destiny two is now 60 frames per second. Yep on consoles you know 4k whatever it might be and that would just be enough to mm-hmm. you know tie you over till destiny 3 and i you know just those types of things i just want to see that come i mean to falcon games if it's if it's not like that's the biggest mistake they're making oh like, my god they have to basically every game needs to run on these new consoles like they run on the pc like they just have to exactly. 60, 60 frames has to be a standard like having played and, so much on my pc this past year when I play, mm-hmm. like when I try to play Destiny on my PS4, I almost just can't. 
Like it, yeah. it just, it doesn't look right and it just runs slower and it's, it's weird. It's hard to explain. And I always used to think like, Oh, PC master race people like, Oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> Once you really honestly start playing, you just, you almost can't go back. Like it yeah, just gets and- so used to it. I've watched so many content creators and people just switch from consoles over to PC and now they're just completely in 100%. We'll never go back. And yeah, I just, I'd like to see consoles just give them an equivalent at least, you know, like let them, let them hang with the PC guys and yeah, make them feel like they're not settling or something like that, you know? So I think it'd be, that would be good. But here's uh well, obviously fancy star online two is one game that I'm looking forward to, but Mm my, my, Game I don't hear a lot of people talking about, but it's pro- it's one of my most anticipated games this year. Splunky Two. Yeah, wait <laughs> for Splunky Two. Did you ever play Splunky? <laughs> Felgen. No. Oh god, Definitely. man! It's such a great roguelike, like platformer game. It's awesome. Go check it out. It was actually free on PlayStation Plus for a while, I think. Um, and I don't. I'm, I think it's on the Xbox One. I mean, it was on the 360, so you could play it on there. Awesome, okay. man. Such a great game. I mean, if you're into like, you know, 2D side scroller games and it's roguelike, so when you're dead, you're dead. Lose all your mm-hmm. progress. But every game is completely it's procedurally generated. So every time you spawn in, it's completely different every time. It's awesome. Yeah. So much fun. And the sequel's coming out this year, so I'm looking forward to that. Um <laughs> nice, what about nice. you though? What what's your most anticipated game? Uh Man, I don't know if I have a most anticipated one. Probably just Halo, because I want to see what they're going to do. It seems yeah. like they're going to actually completely overhaul it, and I just want to see what that looks like. I want to see if they add new <laughs> game modes or just, just I don't know, some some sort of new layer to Halo that we haven't seen before would be yeah. kind of cool. Yep. Um, just kind of take a chance and, and do something different with it, and I, I think that's what they're <laughs> probably gonna do but dude speaking of halo yeah. isn't this the halo the year the halo tv show will come out oh on showtime Maybe. i think right isn't it showtime that's doing that i think that's this year i think um i mean they revealed the cast at uh was a comic-con or one of those places they showed or maybe mm-hmm. it was even new york comic-con they revealed the whole cast um mm-hmm. th- i think that's this summer maybe so that'll probably be the perfect lead up to halo infinite so nice yeah that would be pretty cool i don't know all right man you got a uh, Anything else? Um, well, I had one. I had one more thing, um, okay. and you guys don't have to feel like you have to answer it now. But I do want to hear some of this stuff, maybe in a future podcast. Uh, but you and you and Chris, you know, you always start out. Oh, my kindergarten classmate. You know, I want to hear the old days, like Mark and Chris. I want to hear some hooligan stuff. You know, I want to. I want to hear a story from the past with you guys, like. Just kind of take us back to I don't even did you guys know each other through high school too or was oh, it yeah. just like yeah. kind of oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like and I know you guys got up to some trouble so <laughs> I want to hear some of that stuff I but I don't know if we really did man like we well <clears throat> I mean we did stupid shit but we never like <clears throat> <clears throat> never got like arrested or anything no <laughs> for yeah, yeah stuff that we well, did I'm not saying like that but you yeah. know just some crazy story that like you know I mean Mark's phone story from like last podcast was pretty nuts the what was it the 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 phone that you know was like the walkie-talkie right the oh the the yeah this the um nextel phone that was pretty funny but um so real quick i'll tell you i guess just one of my stories from back in the day so so i have a buddy best friend from high school his name's spencer okay and i'm from a small town and we you know the, the things we would do for fun was like go on uh go on the mountain shoot guns like clay pigeons shotguns just like starting bonfires just getting into trouble that way you know and uh well 
this has nothing to really do with that. But we were just driving down the road one day and my buddy, and I think we had to have been like 16, 17 years old. And he was driving and he goes, oh, I've never seen this road before. Let's go down this road. And so he takes this road and it's a private road. And I saw a private sign and I said, hey, I think this is a private road. I don't know if we should be down here. And he goes, oh, whatever, you know. And I'm like, okay. So we just keep driving. And we get to a dead end and it's a, it's a farm, obviously. It's a it's a sod farm, okay, you know, where they just grow grass. Yeah, yeah. And and we were, you know, we we're like, okay, well, let's turn around. And we turned the car around and I think one or two of our tires went on the grass. And I think the farmer saw this. So he jumps on his four-wheeler and we're just trying to drive down the road and we just see this guy flying across the field off, you know, <laughs> right towards our car. Like he's just cruising at us. And, and I kind of got like, Oh, you know, what's going on? And he pulls right in front of our car, makes us kind of stop. And he, you know, looks at us, he gets off his four wheeler and starts yelling at us, just yelling at us saying, you know, get out of your car, get out of your car. Like, I want to talk to you guys. And we're, or he was saying, roll down your window, roll down your window. And my buddy's car, <laughs> comically, he, he has one of those cars where the window ro- won't roll down, right? So <laughs> he, can, he can only open the door. And so he starts to try to open his door and the guy just slams the door shut on us. And he goes like trying to think that maybe we're trying to get out and like fight him or something. Yeah. And, and he goes, no, stay in your car. Just roll down your window. And we're like, we can't. And then I'm like, dude, just go. And we just peel out and go. And we went past this four wheeler. He jumped on the thing and chased us. And so we're driving down the road. Right. And, and we get onto, we turn onto a highway, like a, like a 35, 40 mile an hour highway. And he's still following us. And this four-wheeler, I don't even know what he did to this four-wheeler, but it went pretty fast. And he just starts, you know, cruising, cruising down the road. He actually pulls up next to our car and he starts saying to pull over, pull over. And we're like, this guy's nuts. Like, I don't even, we turned around. We were just trying to get out of there. And he starts ramming our car with his four-wheeler. Oh, man. Literally is like taking the four-wheeler and hitting our car like up against. (laughs) And, And so at that point, we're like, all right, enough. Like, let's just pull over. And we stopped the car and he's like, all right, follow me back to the farm. And so we go follow him back and he's like, all right, I'm going to get, I'm going to get the cops on the phone. You guys are going to, you know, do this, this and that. Yeah. And we start talking about it and we're like, man, we got to call somebody. We call our parents and we're like, Hey, this guy's trying to call the cops on us. We were just, you know, on his property and we just like one tire went on his grass and overreacted a little bit. He overreacted. I think he started to think about what he did and I, and which was, basically assault yeah right, right. and realized that and he was so, gonna be the one that was gonna re- get arrested so he comes back and he goes uh you know what guys just get out of here don't do this ever again <laughs> we just kind of oh, wow. drove off but wow just one of the crazy things man being being from a small town just yeah, having right. nothing to do just that kind of a thing just wow but yeah so let's do so this chris guys... maybe the next patron episode we'll talk about we'll come up with some good stories that we can because I, I there's some that we could i could just rip off right now but yeah, yeah. i think there's some like deep ones that i haven't thought of in a while yeah that, that we could definitely talk and, about and somehow i have a feeling a lot of them pertain to maybe not necessarily high school maybe probably shortly post high school and some alcohol involved and... <laughs> yeah there's usually alcohol involved and <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll keep you hanging with this, and you probably forgot about this one. I man. probably did. Uh, the the wedding that I had to go to in Atlanta. Yes. Do you do you remember what happened at that? Uh, what, what are you talking about with the no? Oh, my car! You're talking about <laughs> your car. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, my nice charger. Yeah, Chris takes my charger. 
gets it stuck out in a field and tore up almost, a mud. <laughs> almost drove it off a cliff. I can tell oh that story. Okay, you almost <laughs> drove my car off a cliff, and I literally jumped to catch a football off a cliff and broke my shoulder at a Pearl Jam concert. We'll end it on that note. <laughs> All right. But that's awesome. a good question, man. Yeah, the, yeah. We'll, we'll think of some good ones. We'll come up some with some good, good ones for sure. So, All right, Falcon. <laughs> thanks, man. Yeah, no problem, guys. Right, we'll catch you thanks. next time. Good one. Later, dude. Catch you later. Oh, man. That's classic. That's a good question. All right. Yeah, it now is. I got to start racking my brain. I was thinking, yeah, you went to the wedding in Atlanta. Was that yeah. after the Audio Slave concert we went to? Because that's what I was thinking. Like when we went there, yes. <laughs> the girl didn't yes. have her like heat on at all, and it was like thirty degrees in her house. Did was you, it really? I don't it was remember freezing that. Freezing that night. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, luckily, you know, me and Amanda or my wife were like sleeping on the same bed, so we just like held each other all night, just shivering. Like it was just <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it was no, all worth it. Though, man, got to see Audio Slave. Yeah, but, that that was that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was killed your car yeah thanks man that would have been great that would have been a great phone call uh all right so let's uh let's get our last caller here and that is our patron classic squid so classic squid what's up dude what's going on fellas how are you good man good doing well, well uh, man. obviously thanks for supporting the show and uh where are you calling from man i'm calling from uh cleveland from cleveland oh that's oh, right yeah. you're a browns fan right that's you're a right. Cleveland sports yeah, yeah. fan <laughs> so did they did guy they didn't. They have not hired anybody new yet, right? The Browns. Okay. There have been uh, four new head coaches signed in the last two days, and yep, we, um, got we have not gotten one of them. We got rule in Charlotte, man. You okay. did, Mark. Yeah. Yep. I, did, was it any other? Was it any doubt that the Browns were going to be the last team to sign a head coach? <laughs> yeah. I'm. No, there's no doubt in my mind that that was going to be the case. And yeah, uh, yeah. we've been there. chatting in our group chat all day, and it's. Yeah, I think I think um wait, hang on. Yep. They signed a high school coach. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. A first time I mean, high not? school coach. <laughs> At this point, why not? Actually, he was a high school gym teacher. He has no head coaching experience whatsoever. Uh, excellent. I think I know that guy. I think I know that guy. That's awesome, man. <laughs> um so uh, what you got for us, man? You got any uh topics or questions you want to talk about? Um, well, so the first thing that I, I got, I got a few topics here. Hopefully we can, you know, if, if we've talked about them already, feel free to, okay. you know, shut me down or we can chat or whatever. Um, but, uh, I was uh, talking with a bunch of coworkers about the, the content on Disney plus for, um, star Wars and MCU. And, um, a couple of the guys that I work with are worried about that content being, um, you know, a necessity to watch to really be in the the know yeah. for like new characters or exclusive content. Um, and you know, that's not a problem for me because I'm I'm all in. You know, but I get it for some people that may not be as invested or not sure about Disney Plus or they don't have the time to invest in it. You know, do you guys think that that's is that an issue, or do you think it should just be supplemental, or do you think it should be what, what do you guys think about that? Personally, I love it. Like, I love that they have these these multimediums. I mean, I even love Star Wars, how Star Wars even has, like, the comics right now, right? That even the comics are considered canon. That Jedi Fallen Order is considered canon. I love that. Sure. But I definitely see their points. Um, I know with the MCU, they've come out and just blatantly said, like, 
we from now on we're assuming you're watching those Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. And I think Chris, if we I don't know if we talked about it on the air, but like I have a feeling that it's going to be like wrestling, where it's like you watch the show, you know, every week, week to week to week, and then the pay per view is where all this stuff happens. And I think we're going to get that with the MCU and Disney Plus. You're going to watch those shows kind of on you know Disney Plus as they kind of have two or three different series go and then you're going to have a movie that comes out that kind of pulls a lot of that together and is the quote unquote wrestling pay-per-view that kind of just finalizes you know a bunch of stuff and then it's going to carry over after that movie into the Disney Plus series again and it's going to have sure. this cycle. I don't think they've really said Star Wars is going to do that yet. Mm-hmm. But when we see what we're getting, I mean, they almost could to some extent. I mean, you know, a Cassian and an Obi-Wan show depending on kind of how they decide to play those well, I guess Cassian, no, Cassian would be dead, right? I think before Obi-Wan or Obi-Wan. Yeah, but, yeah. But, but you could get an Obi-Wan prior to that, maybe somehow coming into context. But I guess that wouldn't be Ewan McGregor. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really see them doing it with Star Wars yet. But I, I could see down the line, especially if they go into like Old Republic era type stuff. Um, mm-hmm. That could be something that they do. Or the rumor this week of the Thrawn series. <laughs> we could get a Thrawn. And then that somehow goes into Cassian. You know, that, that could be a whole... The whole thing, you know, I don't know. But I do like the MCU approach because that's very comic booky, right? Comic books, I mean, they always have those big sure. events in yeah. the middle of the summer or whatever where it's everybody comes together and it's just one just Marvel-wide event and every book is integrated into it. And, I mean, the mm-hmm. MCU up to this point, especially if you went to see Endgame or, or, I mean, even Infinity War, they just took into account that you saw all those previous movies. And right. So they kind of have already been doing that with the movies. <laughs> Um, so I don't know. I mean, so what is it, your coworkers? They just don't want to subscribe or like, what's, I, uh, you know, the one, the one in particular has, um, a lot of, a lot of home responsibilities and he just, if he's not, if he's not working or at home, he's, I mean, he's just out. He's, yeah. he's like, I don't have time for any of that. And he, there, he always talks about him and his wife being so behind on already like the Netflix shows that that aren't even we don't even know if those are considered canon or anything right like um the pun all the defenders and and all that um so yeah hmm. well, um go ahead chris what do you got i was gonna say like i think it should just be marvel's thing and not star wars thing to, to do i don't i don't think star wars should try to recreate what marvel has already achieved yeah <clears throat> you know what i mean i i think star wars uh is is can be just really huge in like scope and just have these stories that you don't, they don't have to be tied together. They don't have to be so close knit like Marvel stuff is, but just have like these stories that could be, I mean, this is in uh, you know, a galaxy far, far away and you can have a story that has literally nothing to do with what we know in, you know, the typical star Wars fashion. And that's fine. Why does it have to always be tied into everything that's going on that we know and all these movies and these this character is yeah. is, is an Easter egg in this character? Just I don't <laughs> think I think Star would be really cool if Star Wars would be really cool if it just expanded everything. And if there is a little nugget of something that's connected to something, fine, but it doesn't mean anything other than that. Yeah. Where Marvel, it is, yeah, all of this takes place in this in this universe. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that that's Marvel's thing and they, you know, it's new, it's only 10 years old where star Wars is going to forever be catching up to get everybody all involved in understanding what's going on because it happened 40 years ago. Yeah. And now they want to try to do what Marvel's doing. And it's just, it's so tough to, to wrangle everything up altogether. If that makes sense. Yeah. 
Well, Squid, I'll tell you too, man, like I'm not a huge fan of like the binge watch, like as exciting as it is to just be able to like, I can just watch the next one right now. I think that's why those people at your work are behind. It gets the same reason how I'm behind on so many shows because there's so many shows coming out and they just dump them all on Netflix. And, you know, after that week, I didn't have the time to watch it and everybody's already moved on to the next thing. And then they moved on to the next thing where what's been great with the Mandalorian was it kind of reset the stage again to say to people like, Hey, it's cool to just put out one episode every week. And then everybody has those water cooler moments where you're talking with your friends. And so, you know, that's what I would almost express to him and say, Hey, the good thing about the Mandalorian and I would assume the MCU shows is they're not dumping them all and forcing you to binge watch in a weekend. It's saying, Hey, set aside a moment where you can just spend 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes, watch, watch a cool show. You're going to get something out of it. And then you go talk to your friends for the next week about it. Because you constantly forget. You constantly forget what goes on in these shows that are just dumped all the whole season is just dumped out right. and you watch the whole thing in a weekend and then the next season doesn't come out for 10 to 12 months and you and you've forgotten everything like if right. if a, if a season goes like I mean the main lore is only 8 episodes but even that you have a full week to really digest things yeah. and not really forget what happened right and I agree with process it and exactly talk with people and read yeah, up on that's the fun exactly. of it, man. Like that to me, especially that that honestly, I think is the best thing about Star Wars over like the MCU is like Star Wars. It's all about the just, you know, theorizing and guessing what's next. What does this mean? What does that mean? And we never yeah. really ever get concrete answers to any of it. Where right. with the MCU, it's more like this is it. Like which, as awesome as it is, and as much as I love everything the Marvel is Marvel that's out there, um, that's the only thing I think the big difference is, and why I think I I always gravitate more towards Star Wars because we could sit here and talk any 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 of the Star Wars movies we could just sit here and talk for an hour and a half two hours about it just Mm -hmm. consistently always like come back every week and just pick it apart again. Um, I don't know. I just I, I I love that, but I think by doing it in the trickle rather than just the giant binge makes it easier. And I, that's one thing I would tell your friends to say, Hey man, like there, I mean, even we've been doing it with uh, like even the Jeff Goldblum show. We still watch that every week. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. We've been watching it every yeah. week. Cause it's just one of those things we actually we, at dinner, the kids watch it now too. We just like pop it on. Cause a lot, I mean, I know a lot of people say you shouldn't watch TV while you have dinner, but we do. We pop it on. It's just <laughs> way our table set up and we enjoy it. We're all laughing. And, and actually we watched one. He did one on biking and the very next day, I was at work, but my wife and kids, they hadn't ridden their bikes in a while. But they all went out and rode a bike because the kids were like, we want to ride our bikes because they watched Jeff Goldblum. That's crazy. awesome. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Yeah, I, have, I haven't gotten around to watching that one. I, that was one of the – there were just so many things coming out all at the same time. I forgot about that one, but I definitely yeah. want to check that one out. But, yeah, I think that's a good point about um, – I guess I've got it stuck in my head, and I'm probably not the only one to think that you know, just because the MCU is doing that um you know all encompassing the movie the movies and the shows are all intertwined doesn't mean star wars has to do it i think that's a good point that star wars shouldn't do it yeah and and you want to know something like i have not seen uh that once upon a time in hollywood quentin tarantino movie yet but a good friend of mine did and he told me he goes oh you got us and i I will because i i like quentin tarantino movies so I, i just haven't seen it yet but he told me he's like he goes it's amazing at the end he ties like all his movies in together. I'm like, 
why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, what? nobody asked you to do that, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> so, but, but, but that, but that is what's going on now. Sure. Marvel has started this trend yeah. of we need this massive world and all inclusive and yep. and everything plays off another thing, even right. down to Quentin Tarantino movies. That's so right. I, dude, I hadn't heard that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that. a formula right now. Yeah, right. I guess. Right. Wow. Yeah, you know, for for better or worse, it's a formula, and I'm loving it with the MCU. But, oh, the MCU, yeah. it's so good. It's perfect for the MCU. It's, it's so it's, good. Right. That's how comic and, books are. They're all supposed to be, you know, kind of, you're having these crossovers and then having these, like I said, those big events where, I mean, that's what the Avengers movies kind of filled that role, which has been great. Yeah, yep. oh, for sure. Yep. Yes, okay. absolutely. What so, else got, Squid? What did you guys think about that last episode of Mando? Left left us on a cliffhanger, man. We, yeah. we yeah, we talked a little bit earlier with uh who do we talk about with that, Chris? A train, right? I think a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Um I, I'm stoked, man. I what do you guys think? We didn't talk with him about like what why does Moff Gideon want the child? What is it that he is gonna do with the child? That's what's killing me about this show, is we just have nothing yeah. about what this baby Yoda or child or whatever the, the hell you want to call it. No, is that scientists <clears throat> From the beginning, yeah, had on the clone garb from the from the same uh, clone scientist from uh, Camino, so we know there's something with cloning. Now, is the child himself a clone, or are they just trying to get a piece of him to then so, be able to make clones? And then, hmm. does this somehow even tie into Palpatine? Like, right. so is this going to explain? Like, say. yeah, like they're somehow drawing him because they know how force sensitive this race of creatures are and they right. try to pull something and that will explain how palpatine was able to be alive in right. nine right yeah because it seems like like so i don't i don't remember very clearly but like did it seem that snoke had like force sensitivity you know so like do, does the does the force sensitivity get um passed to the clone so if they're trying to clone this baby Yoda and then sap its clones to sustain the Emperor, or uh, now I'm just trying to, to yeah, I don't mix, know, man. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I want to know, just how how Snoke worked. Like, was Snoke like actually just a more a full on like avatar for Palpatine, or was he literally created in, in kind of a clone and somewhat self autonomous or whatever you want to say and he was able to kind of control himself but he still was doing the bidding of the emperor like we we don't know because all we hear the emperor say is you know i created snoke or something or i i was snoke or i forget the way he phrases it in the movie i think he said i created snoke and it's like well what does that mean like was you just created him and he was a whole separate person and just did your bidding Mm. or was he like literally a puppet that you were sitting on your you know giant mechanical thing hanging there and then projecting yourself into the body of snoke <laughs> he reminded me of what was the was isn't glad glados glados yeah from, from portal from, from portal. portal yeah yeah just hanging there <laughs> awesome. um do you think that because the way that the way that uh the season ended <clears throat> There was some like kind of finality to it, like he Moff Gideon get, kind of just gets out and gets on his ship or whatever. I don't necessarily think like episode one of season two is going to pick up right where that left off. Do you oh, think yeah. there's a possibility of the, the season two starting down the like years down the road and we have teenage Yoda mm. with mm. voice acted? <laughs> right, I mean, at like, some like you know how we went to, from right? right, you know, we went from you know. Uh, we always, you know, throw around baby Groot. A baby Groot went from 
yeah, teenage group. Yeah. You know, in the next movie. Do you think that's a possibility that we just kind of fast forward some years? I mean, maybe the, the, the only Star Wars movies that ever ended and started at the same time was Force Awakens and Last Jedi. That was literally the same moment. Every other movie beyond that has always been a fast forward of be it a month or a year or whatever. So, well, you got Rogue One and New Hope. I guess, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but that but that was purposely written. I, yeah, I guess, I know. dude. I know. I, you're I, right. I hate right. you. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like bro, the, of the of the movies that they didn't write into make it do that. Like this is just we're talking straight saga because, films. Like uh, even I can in see like them Clone maybe Wars. doing. I I think it will definitely be a fast forward, but I don't think we're talking years. I think we're talking like a week, so. maybe, or just days. Like they're they're just off again in a new system. And Moff Gideon's going wherever he's going now. Where is he gonna go? Like who who right. is That's... he? Who's his leader? Mm-hmm. Right? Because as far as we know, the Empire's in tatters right now. Um, but he's still able to somewhat rule over the stormtroopers that are all around him. These death troopers. Who does he's got to probably, you know. Go up to somebody else too, right? Well, Who is that? Either, so. Which I'd be either the emperor or whoever's trying to get the emperor back at this point, right? Because we know he's yeah. still alive at this or still around at this point. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I I think there's a possibility of that happening because if you if you fast forward to the end of this entire series, whether just let's just say they they do six seasons of this thing, does it end with how how old is this baby Yoda when this thing ends? Does it end with him not, you know, it's not going to be 500 years in the future. Um, but right. do they do they constantly have him growing up or is he just baby Yoda for the duration of this thing? I don't even know if they have the answer to that. But um, I think mm-hmm. it'll be kind of telling just how this next season starts. Sure. I think it's a possibility. man. I think I think it could happen where we just we're, we're not told and season one and there he is just. He's not yeah, a little how, bit well, bigger, but he can talk. I mean, fifty so, years he can't even talk. Right. So, so do you think that Din that Din is done? Because because then Din Din wouldn't be wouldn't be around anymore. I mean, right. So that I is mean, he true. Could be with a new Mando or something, but then yeah. that then that implies that they found more of them. So you know, then there's story there. And this is this is what twenty years or it's ten years after Return of the Jedi, and I think they said like mm-hmm. twenty years before Force Awakens, maybe. So they right. can't go yeah, any more than twenty they, years. Like, didn't they restructure the timeline? It's not like post. I don't. I remember what, how they they like restructured all the timelines in Disney, and I don't remember even. Yeah, but mm. but in the end, you you don't get really more than twenty years, and I don't see right right. If it took him yeah, fifty true. years just to get to this point, twenty years, he's not going to be. He may be talking, but he's not going to sure. be. Could be talking, right? That, yeah. That's a good point. Yep. All right, that's true. You can't really go beyond that unless. Are all the voices that Ray's, Ray hears at the end, are all those voices accounted for? Maybe we've already heard his voice and we don't even know it. Now Maybe he dies. Like, well, I guess, but he no, wouldn't be right, a Jedi, right. right? I mean, he couldn't really be all the Jedi in, the, in that time frame between where we see him now. Well, he wouldn't be a Jedi, right? I mean, he would just be kind of a, a Force-sensitive creature. Yeah. He's a Mando Jedi. Pump That's the right. brakes. Pump the brakes. <laughs> a <can>. Medi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited about the way that this show went and the, yep. just just how just the possibility of Disney Plus and the what it can reach for not even just Star Wars but the MCU and uh, yes, yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah. Now let me ask you the same question I asked A Train because we were talking about Mandalorian with him. 
Okay. Did you cancel your Disney Plus subscription because Mandalorian is no longer right now? So I'm so I'm in for three years. Uh, okay. I bought Good. I bought the the discounted three year deal. Good man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New Good new man. new father, so I gotta. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. We got all, all right. the Disney in the house. <laughs> yep. There you <laughs> so, go. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, like yeah. I said, Squid was I was like, you know, people. I I saw those articles of people saying that, like, oh, all these people are mass exodus from Disney Plus. And and you should if if there's no other content for you, that's the beauty of the the time we live in right now. You can right. subscribe to Disney Plus, watch the show you want, and then maybe you know next month when whatever show is on Netflix you want to watch, then subscribe to Netflix. Right. right. And then when you that better believe over, that's exactly what happens when Stranger Things comes out. Exactly. Like, there you go. <laughs> or when Game of Thrones was happening on HBO, or yeah, you know exactly. Now when Clone like take this month off Disney Plus when Clone Wars comes out again in February and someone wants to watch that subscribe that month and then unsubscribe <laughs> yep. like yeah you don't need to be subscribed you're dumb if you're subscribed to 13 services <laughs> like I saw somebody yeah. do the math and it was like if you were in CBS All Access Netflix Hulu mm-hmm. Amazon Prime like they did this whole thing and they're like this is crazy you might as well just get cable and it's like no like just subscribe to what you know you're gonna watch now and and right. piecemeal it that way that is right. the piecemeal everybody says you know they wish these television channels that you could just piecemeal the shows. That's kind of what these services are. Just piecemeal yeah. what you're going to watch and then move on. Right. I mean, if you think about it, if you, if you waited till now to get Disney plus and you paid $7 to watch that entire Mando series, All the Mando. that's yeah. a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. If you're somebody that likes to binge, you, there you go. Right. And if, especially if you waited till now, you get, and you, and you get the free month, you're you watching it for free. Them all out. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Crazy. For good. sure. What else you got squid? Anything? Um, I got, I guess I got a bunch of other stuff, but I don't no, go take ahead, man. What you got? Time. Um, <clears throat> so I was, so I was thinking about that 4D experience that you were, that you did. Oh yeah. And what, what ran through my mind was how, how that's made. So d- is that something like, is the, is the, you know, the way that it all works, is that illustrated by the movie or does the theater see the movie and make their own plan for it? You know what? That I honestly don't know, but I know I went to a Regal movie. Okay. And I I, I really don't know anything about 40X, so I don't know if like Regal owns that or or what. Sure. But I, I would think that whoever owns 4DX, I think they pick select films oh, okay. and then they pro- they program whatever you know that experience is because like sure. you know in my theater it was like immediately in the beginning you know Kylo. He's running you can, when you kind of see him in the beginning of the movie. He's running through the woods, and every time the lightsaber would go like and hit, our seats would shake real quick, and then these big strobe lights would go like like real like fast, so the theater would like light up, light up, and then you know he gets the tracker, and then he goes up to space. He goes to Exegol, and when he gets out of his X-wing, and he's kind of walking underneath, you, we're kind of going to see the Emperor. You could feel these fans turned on, and there's wind blowing. And then at that point, you know, there's a little bit of like snow and mi- they literally had misters on the ceiling. So the misters hit. So you're getting just a little bit wet as he's walking through that. Sure. And then, I mean, of course, the big, you know, lightsaber fight. Every time the lightsabers are hitting the whole, you know, seats shaking. And, um, you know, again, the, the lights are flashing when the lightsabers hit. And then the water is just like they had right. not only the misters on the ceiling. Some of the seats had water that would even splash up a little bit in front of you. Like okay. it was wild. But somebody had to sit there. <laughs> And program that. And, yeah. I, dude, I was thinking the same thing. Like, what a job that is. Yeah. And right now, that's the only movie at the theater that's 40X. Okay. I mm-hmm. think it huh. ended. I think the weekend we went, that was it. So I think they have, like, sure. a one-month run. And I haven't looked yet, but my guess is this weekend will be 1917, I think. 
because oh, I saw like, Midway uh, was one of the movies, like <laughs> Dunkirk was one. It seems like it's a lot of war movies, action movies, like Captain Marvel was one, Endgame right. was one. They pick any of the movies that are like action based. Right. Um, and I'm sure 1917, your whole seat will just be shaking the whole time. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so was it? So was it the whole theater? The it's whole, the, the whole theater. theater the it? whole theater's 40x. Okay. It's a whole experience. I mean, because they have to have. There's fans on the sure. like the walls. There's sit fans on the ceiling. Um, there's like it. It says it can even do bubbles. Like if they're underwater, it can drop snow on you. Um, wow. And the seating is it's four seats in a row, and then your whole row, your seat of like all four seats kind of move, and then sure. each seat has things that punch you in the back so like the seat of like when 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 he uh and spoiler alert for rise of skywalker but when people get stabbed by lightsabers let's say you feel it like <laughs> it stabs you in the back they oh, fall wow. on the ground it kind of rumbles on your back and then when blasters are being shot there's air cannons by your head in the seat like in the headrest that'll go <laughs> pff, 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 pff. so you're feeling and it shooting by like- your head Oh my god! I'm just and, getting PTSD of dude, the and then Bugs Life right in between your feet. <laughs> in between your feet, there's like this little tube that'll like flap, like like sort of. It's kind of like tickling you on your legs. Uh huh. And the, wow. dude, the craziest thing is, it doesn't stop. Like it's not just a hey, here's this one scene. It's just sure. constant. So, really? I mean, we yeah. walked out of there, and, and I'm going to talk about this on this week's uh, Enthusiast yeah. Life, and a lot of people have already heard this. Then by the time this comes out to everybody, but. I mean, we walked out of there and I was like, Chris, the best analogy was I felt like I rode a motorcycle for like two or three hours because you're just, you know, you're in that constant motion, that vibration. Nice yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Would you just walk out and you're just like in a daze almost like, wow, <laughs> like that's just that. Well, I was driving the car home and I, like it wasn't moving. Like <laughs> I had been moving for two and a half hours. I mean, it, it, so I would tell people like, I don't want to see every movie like this. Sure. But Star Wars was pretty epic to see. Yeah. Okay. Like it, yeah. it was I, Star Tours for two and a half hours straight. Sure. Like literally. There was a there was a theater by me. Um, the only reason I asked many questions about it is because there was a theater by me that did like a sounds like a dumbed down version of that where it was just like the seat movement back and forth. You can control your own seat and how much it moves and whatever. Oh. Okay. And we we saw it for. Um, the uh, Dawn of Justice, Super, Batman vs Superman, uh-huh. and when they were punching each other, and your seat, my seat was going side to side. That was pretty wild. That yeah, pretty I mean, wild. that's dude, that's how it is in this. I mean, it's right. even even when they see Lando and they're on like the little crawler, uh-huh. and they're just you know talking to him, and they're like, hey, you know, you're Lando Calrissian. He's saying, oh yeah, you know, the the ship where Ochi ship is and all that. Sure. Your seats are just kind of going like they're just vibrating just a little bit because like you're it's, on the, the it's like you're that. on the crawler hitting rocks and all that. It's that's just. Wild. Mm-hmm. So non-stop cool. the whole time and the best thing was that i knew this was coming because i heard the reason we really went was i heard kevin smith talking about it on his uh fat man beyond episode is the crawl in the beginning the seats tilt back so when, oh, when the lucas cool. film comes up you can feel your seat kind of move and it kind of like tilts you forward just very so slightly and then when the crawl starts, it kind of goes down, and then they slowly kind of start tilting you back. So you're watching the Star Wars crawl, and, and you, you're you reading it, and you don't really realize it, but then you kind of start to feel like yourself just falling back a little bit. It makes it feel like the crawl is just you know, going up, and you're kind of just going down with it. It's it's cool, man. Wow. Like I, I don't Like I said, I think this might have been the last weekend for it, but if anybody lives in a 40X town, um, it's worth checking out, definitely. Yeah. Check it now, out if you went to go see, like, you know, if you went to go see like Titanic on this, would they like drown you? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably. Or waterboard you? Yeah. I they mean, would you just sit... turn the temperature in the theater down to like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the other thing. Like, I would tell we it was a chilly day here, so we had on hoodies and um, like jeans. 
but I couldn't imagine going to see a movie in the middle of the summer. Like, I mean, I was cold just as I was. Cause I mean, mm -hmm. the, the, some of the scenes, the wind is just relentless, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> especially the, when they're fighting on the, you know, the water planet, it was just sure. water, wind, just insanity. And right. it's, it's crazy. I mean, theater, theaters are pretty chilly regardless. Exactly. They have yeah. Water and air on you. Yeah. Water and air blowing on you. Like, should, should you, should you not like have a bucket of popcorn on your lap for this thing? Or is it like going <laughs> to go all over the place? No. Is it I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't, man. Wow. Depending on what movie you're going to see, I wouldn't. Uh, the cup right, holders yeah. are very deep. They're deeper than normal. I will say <laughs> that to make sure your drink's not going anywhere. Reason, but make yeah. sure you got a lid on that thing because otherwise <laughs> you're going to get wet from <laughs> that. You go, like, go for a sip and then something like crazy happens <laughs> in a split second. You're just like... <laughs> Just dump it all over yourself. You know that's got to be the theater that the the kid who cleans the theaters like hates cleaning. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Dropped in bubbles again. Uh, I shouldn't. Have, I should have never left the porn theater. That's easier to clean <laughs> oh, up. Oh, God. oh no. Whoa. All right. Well, on that note, man, we're gonna wrap it there. Uh, Squid, thanks, man, for supporting yeah. the show. Obviously, dude. Good talking yeah, to you. And uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll do it again, man, next yeah. month for sure. I appreciate I appreciate your time, guys. Yeah, no Absolutely, doubt, man. man. Thank you. Take care, bro. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right, bud. Bye. Oh man, Chris, you had to end it on that note. <laughs> had to end it on that note. Um, all right, well, we got one email here, real quick. We'll uh, we'll get to here. This one, uh, unfortunately, asked Hassett couldn't be with us this uh, month, but he did send us a message, and uh, he's coming right off of, like I said, going to Disney World. So he had a good. Different uh, little take here, a little interesting question I never actually thought of. He says, uh, I'd like to pose a question for the podcast. He said, Mark and Chris, since I'm in Disney, uh, a bunch of questions have popped up for me. The main one had to do with the Fast Passes. He said, Space Mountain and Magic Kingdom was a 40-minute wait for Fast Pass. Rise of the Resistance, the Hollywood Star Wars new Star Wars ride, was a 35-minute wait with the new method. Do you think Disney should move the boarding group style method versus the Fast Pass method or... Do you both like the fast pass, but uh, less than normal than they do now and have boarding groups for standby lines? Second thing, do you think the lines at Disney are longer than they have been during the off season? Now, I will say, Astastic, the, the boarding groups, which, Chris, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. When Galaxy's Edge really. first opened, mm -hmm. you would go in and join a boarding group. And then they would it was basically like, hey, go hang out in the rest of the park and okay. we'll send you a message when your group is ready to enter Galaxy's Edge. So I right. think what he's saying, and they may, be, may have just done this just in general for all of Galaxy's Edge with Rise of the Resistance, which I think is what he's, he's alluding to here. Um, so I think that's what they're doing right now. And remember I told I remember, they are. remember I mentioned that to you when you were getting ready to go. I'm like, dude, make sure you, you, know, you get your boarding group. Well, by the time we went, there were no boarding groups. Yeah. So I think when did Galaxy's Edge open in Disney World in September? August. And, End August, of August, right? End of August. And I went like mid-October. By that point, boarding groups were gone. It was, gone. They were, it was a straight right. fast pass. So I think Astastic, I, I don't have any any um, experience with the boarding groups. I think that probably is the better method because it's thinning out the crowd in general just in that area. Um, and I, and so I don't think that's actually like you couldn't do that everywhere. You know, like, like a board, you can't have a boarding group for Space Mountain. You could maybe have a boarding group for Tomorrowland, which is Space Mountain, Buzz Lightyear, you yeah. know, all those all the rides that are over there. But I, so I don't think it would work everywhere. So is he saying get rid of the fast pass and go straight to boarding the groups. group boarding? Right. Cause I think what okay. it is when you have the group boarding to the area of the park, 
just in theory, you're having less people in that area. So just, of course, your lines are going to be less because not everybody in the park can go get in line. Where like right. when you go to Animal Kingdom now, there is no boarding group for Pandora. So everybody, like he, he messaged us when he was going to the Animal Kingdom. It was like a 240-minute wait for Flight of mm-hmm. Passage because everybody mm-hmm. and their mother goes there right away. Where if you had a boarding group for Pandora, you'd only have just the amount of people they allot in there. And so your line would just be shorter because just by nature, you don't have everybody in the park rushing it right away. Right. Maybe that is the way to go. Personally, I just like the fast pass because it's like I know when my time is and then I'm just going to go do something else. And you and got two hours to get there. Yeah. To, if if you you know what I mean. Yep. And I think that maybe maybe that's where they might run into issues is people are are typically not on time, especially yeah. if you're in a Disney park, which is huge. Um, and then will that just have a domino effect on backing every everything up because right or do you or you you have it's almost like uh like you know the the buzzer when you get seated at a restaurant like. If you if you don't return it to us, oh well, you 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 lost your seat. Like yeah. if you went out into the mall, you know what I mean. So if you don't get back within like a certain amount of time, I mean, the like fast pass, oh you, well. you said two hours. You actually have an hour for your fast pass, and then I they give you hours. no, it's an hour, dude. And they give it you is. a leeway of about like five to ten minutes. So if you're a little bit late, usually they'll let you go, depending on how many how busy right. they are that day. Um, but I like the fast pass because we do like we'll book. I think I told you before, like we'll book the yeah. three. They give you three. We'll have them all done by like one o'clock. And then mm-hmm. you just start booking them for the rest yeah. of the day. Like, what do we want to go on now? Pick it, go over. And now, granted, the bigger rides you usually can't get. I mean, you got to kind of set those up ahead of time. But right. you could go wait in a line for a longer ride and then go. Right. And, and and now a lot of the newer rides, and I think I had mentioned this to him in the chat too when he was talking about Flight of Passage, they're building the queues to be almost an experience in itself. Like you don't want to just yeah. walk onto Flight of Passage. Like you want right. to spend some time going through the line and look at everything and see it all. <laughs> right. I mean, even the Falcon, it was kind of the same way. Um, yep. So I think Disney at least is kind of learning from that. Like Tron, I'm sure will be the same when Tron opens. Mm. The Mickey Mouse crazy car ride, I'm sure will have that same thing where the queue, they know people are going to have to wait in line. They want to give you an experience there, which I mean, they even do it for uh, um, what? Like did you, you ended up doing Toy Story Mania, right? the little game where you're like pulling the yeah the yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah that cool that, 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 that cue was, is cool you know mr potato sweet. heads in there and then even yeah. slinky dog is cool too you're like literally within the toys and we were we just loved looking around and seeing like andy's toy his uh, lunchbox and all that just kind of picking everything in through there like i said one of my favorites was the uh tower of terror yeah i loved that one man it's best man just in that hotel it's so freaking cool yep so I don't know, has to ask. Like I think the the boarding, I I could see how it can work, but I don't have an experience with it. But I think if, if it works for keeping people out of an area, um, but in terms of the rides, you know, I don't, I don't know. Have you still not watched anything on Rise of the Resistance, nope. dude? All, all I've seen is the commercials, like that they show on TV. Oh my it's god, I watched. Uh, I, I don't want to, man. I, 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 I mean, we're, we've already I been mean, talking. We're, I think we're going again in October, like we always yeah. do, like for a weekend. So, Tim nope. Tracker put up put up one it's like there's moments in there you're like oh my god how, how did they do this really yeah i can't wait yeah. man yeah i'm sure it's a whole nother experience like actually doing it yeah but um yeah it, it it's amazing awesome. it's amazing um the second thing he said was are uh, the lines at disney longer than they've ever been during the off seasons sadly man like Probably 10 years ago, there definitely were off seasons, but the more we've been going here over these last, you know, ever since really we've lived here in Charlotte, 
there really is no off season. It's yeah, like we, we right. go if you go in like January, it's cold. We've been there actually and had to wear like winter coats and mm-hmm. stuff like that before. Um, it was just kind of like a freak little little freeze they had there, but it's it's just always busy. And now with since Pandora's opened, since Galaxy's Edge opened, Toy Story Land, like there's just so many things happening. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, what is it? Next year is the is it the fiftieth anniversary next year? I think or twenty twenty two. Is it twenty twenty? Yeah, it's either next year or twenty twenty two. And so Tron's gonna you know they're gonna have so many other things open that it's just like people are just going. And and really think about well. it, Disney's bigger. Than it ever has been with exactly. Disney Plus, with you know, with Marvel, the Star Wars Star acquisition, Wars the Marvel, like all of everything. that. Um, and, and we, the week that we went, we deliberately picked that week because it's known as like the slower period, not slow period. Yeah, slower. And it was still busy. And there's people everywhere. Yeah, people yep. absolutely everywhere. So, yep. I, uh, did you see on New Year's up. Eve? I think people were like the lines were backed up at like five in the morning just to get into like Disneyland, no, no, Disney World, Disney World, just to get into like Disney World property, and then they just had to turn people away. They were just like, "We can't take you." Like that's I heard at Disneyland too. Yeah, they were at capacity. They were were not letting people in. It's just it's crazy, man. They rule the world. Yep. 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 But uh, all right. Well, guys, again, as always, thank you here for continuing to support the show. We appreciate it so much. This show was made by you guys, for you guys, and, of course, The Enthusiast Life continues because of you guys. And, hey, if you're listening to this here after the fact and you're interested in getting on here, talking to Chris and I, I got some topics, uh, you can find that information down in the show notes and become a patron and supporter here of the show. And, of course, as always, get access to our Discord chat. We love uh, chatting with you guys over there. We have a blast uh, talking with everybody day in and day out. So, uh, with that, Chris, anything you want to throw out here at the end? I don't think so. Are we, um, this is a long no. one. We had a good one. How, what are we at? Well, uh, like, I think we're looking at probably going to be at least uh, hour 40. All right. Half, hour 40. All right. That's a good one. So you get your money's worth when you try right. <laughs> to this Discord. Yeah. That's right. But yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. With that, we'll catch you next time. Later. Later.